Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Another Raw, another show that doesn't matter until about 10.40 p.m. Eastern. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, September 28th. We're here to talk WWE Raw on the Fightful Post Show podcast. But we are joined by Denise Salcedo. You know where you can find her? You can find her at instinctculture.com. You can find her on her own channel. You can find her at WrestleTalk. You can find her at SportsKita. Now you can find her at Wrestling Observer. And now you can find her here at Fightful... Denise! I know, Sean, you're stressing me out. If you don't think I feel at all stressed, I'm very, very stressed out about everything. This is my first official week, too. I have a show each and every single day this week, so I'm nervous as heck, but excited. I've been there. You can do it, and you'll do it very well. If there's anybody that can, I know it's you. Spill the beans, Denise. You were. What beans? What beans? What beans did you sit there sweating in a sweater? Okay, let me look up Los Angeles weather. Okay, but you got to keep in mind that I don't have an AC. But I don't have an AC and I have three lights in my face right now and a freaking cardigan, all right? Well, guys, donate a super chat if you want your question or statement read on the air. Leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. I'm going to get the plugs out of the way. Last week, I interviewed Aiden English and Tennille Dashwood. Tennille Dashwood does not do interviews. Very rarely does she do interviews, so I was very lucky to get that. The Aiden English one, a very, very long discussion that we had there. Uh, It was really great. And then I dropped one today. The former Victoria, the former Tara, Lisa Marie Veron. I was so happy to do that. She's one of my favorite women's wrestlers of all time. We talk about her Royal Rumble Titantron that just popped up earlier this year, about retiring, if she wants to coach, a lot of stuff there. Uh, Go check that out. And I got some great interviews coming this week. I think I'm going to drop an episode of Enhancement Stories this week, so be on the lookout for that. But let's go and get into these Super Chats. Throwback27, whose show I will be on tomorrow night, says, Have an amazing show, guys. Under the weather. Can't wait to listen uh, at work tomorrow. Well, I hope you get better, buddy. Heal up. We got a show to do tomorrow. Anakin JMT says, here for Denise's trolling of Sean. Can we get Denise's thoughts on shirtless Roman? Shirtless Roman looks great. Not my type, but he looks phenomenal. Well, uh, yeah, that was uh, pretty. My, my timeline was just unreal, but. You you hyped something up, Denise. You said I did. It's, is it time now? Is you, this my you cue? You said I'm, I want to read this quote tonight. I'm, I'm going to read the the words that you capitalized in. Okay. Like exclamation tonight right. on the fightful wrestling post raw show. I am going to wear the most unexpected T-shirt ever. Something you probably had no idea existed. <laughs> it will sorry. be the biggest troll job of. Fightful history on SRS. Sean Rossap is going to lose it. I won't even let him see it before we air. And the before was B4. Did you run out of characters? 
I was running out of characters. <laughs> I, I was it. running out of characters. All right, it's time, Sean. So just FYI, I ha I've had this shirt for a long time, oh. but I had forgotten it, and I found it amongst all my shirts thrown in. And when I saw it, I screamed because I could not believe that I had forgotten. I owned this. Also, I've never seen anyone with this shirt ever, and I don't think people existed. And if you are a person that's been watching all of our Fightful shows, you will know why I'm wearing this shirt. So here we go. It is now time for the reveal. All right. Here we go. It is Haritos Mania. Oh, my God. That's you're, the shirt. You're bringing me a Doritos shirt? Yes. I don't want anything to do with Doritos unless they're Cool Ranch. So get there you go. Get this Haritos out of here. Haritos Mania exists. Get this out of here. I think that your tweet was a bigger troll than the actual shirt was. Get what? Doritos out of here. This shirt was meant for you, Sean. This shirt was meant for you. I found this shirt at a gas station. You at a gas station? Like, yeah, well, it's a long story. But the point is it came from some sort of gas station, okay? Man. What but yes, Jarritos Mania is what, here for what, Sean Rossap. Jarritos Mania is how you pronounce yeah, it, actually. there you go. Jarritos. Uh, I have watched every every edition of Speaking Spanglish on BTE, so I know how to pronounce these things. So I will be referred to as the expert here. Doritos. I How dare it. you? I will take it. Mm. I'm got... sorry, but it's the perfect shirt for you. <laughs> Ed Call says, congrats to Sean and the Reds making the big dance and Denise Mania running wild all over wrestling media. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I am so excited for the Reds. I am so excited for the Cincinnati Reds. Baseball, quite frankly, probably my first love ever. I thought I'd be working in baseball when I was a little kid. That didn't happen because I didn't want it to happen. But I love the Cincinnati Reds, and I'm so excited for Wednesday. And I'm excited for Denise, too. I, I get so excited when I see people like Denise who work really, really hard and do things the right way and are a good person get success, and that's what Denise is doing. I would be shocked if by the end of next year Denise isn't working for WWE or AEW. Or, or hey, you know what? Maybe Aralucha. Oh, man. Well, you know what? Wherever it is, I'm going to be like, you know what? I don't even know SRS. Mm. <laughs> if you don't want to get heat kidding. there, you better. <laughs> you better. The wrestlers, you'll be fine with. The office, eh, you might want to tell I mean, them. That. Pretend, I've pretend never heard got, of them. Never heard of them. Pretend we got heat with each other and they'll like you. Uh, Robertson Family TV says, Sean, will you please do a show with my family? Uh, you'll have to send me that information and it will have to be evaluated uh, – I don't see why I couldn't. I mean, I'm going to wrap up my outside appearances after September, but uh, I I don't see why I couldn't. Roxas Venitas says, does Roman need Heyman? He's a good promo now. I think that Heyman is useful for a lot more than just promos. He's there for facial expressions and the gravity of it. Look at the, the Undertaker streak ending. Paul Heyman didn't get a promo on that night, but he sure did go into that ring and scream, oh my God, repeatedly and added to the gravity of the situation. What do you think about Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman? We don't get to see your reaction to that very much. Well, you know what? I loved it because I thought, if anything, what Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns did with their build-up leading up to the Jey Uso match, I thought they had one of the best storytelling story best built that they had so thus far for in WWE for a while right now. So I was very, very much into the build up for this match. And it wouldn't have happened if they didn't have, you know, Paul Heyman behind Roman Reigns as he, you know, transitions into this heel character. And man, he's been doing such a phenomenal job. I mean, just the stare downs that he does have been great. So, I mean, I love it. Bionic Julius says, still loving suspending disbelief for real last night. Oh, God, that the finish of that show was incredible. What did you think of the close of Clash of Champions? Because let me tell you, that's a lot more interesting than anything we're going to talk about tonight. All right, so I said this on my post show. I, I'm, I'm, you're going to hate me, and I'm going to get heat because I already was getting heat for this. I was not a fan of the main event. I'm sorry. And the reason for that was because I thought that the beatdown from Roman Reigns onto Jey Uso should have been a lot more intense in order for the white towel toss-in to be justified. But that was my just my personal opinion, not like the official opinion of opinions, but that was just how I felt about it. 
<sighs> but I did like a lot of aspects about it. I'm not going to say I hated it, but that was just my opinion. I so can understand. You can go. <laughs> I can understand how some people think it was overly dramatized, but, you know. Reminder, guys, donate a super chat. Get your question or statement right on the air. Anakin JMT says, Sean, I'll work on sending you a shirt you can troll Denise with. I, I, I know I know what it can say. It can have a picture of Kanye West and Taylor Swift, and it says, I made that famous. Yeah, you know what, Sean? You're just going to be talking to my wall in that case. I will just walk out. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeremy Lambert sends a super chat for some reason, as if he can't just text me this. And he says, Denise, love your cardigan. You are my favorite. Hashtag point God. Hashtag can I expense this? No, you can't. And he says, SRF, SRS is a very brave soul whom I respect and admire greatly. He has led me to new heights in my career and my personal life. And for that, I greatly appreciate him. Well, thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate that. Um, that means a lot coming from you. Oh, oh he sent me a DM too. And he I'm said, hey, great one. Here. He said, hey, great one. Read this on air and tell Denise I appreciate her card- cardigan. She's my favorite besides you. That was really, really sweet. Oh, no. You know what, Jeremy? You got to pick sides. It's either me or Sean here. No loving us both. <laughs> well, my wife even sent me a text message and said, every time I watch you and Denise, I just love her more. Hashtag oh. Team Denise. Yes, see what I mean? See what I mean? You got like six jobs now. I'm about to kick you off this show if you're taking all my (laughs) friends and my wife. What is this? What is this? Cactus J. We'll get to that one. We'll get to that one. Uh, Rob Wilkins says, I'm begging for WWE to stop having the camera angle when wrestlers are watching the ref count. Congrats, Denise. Go Twins. And the heck with it. Go Reds, too. Yes, uh, I do not like that. I hate it when you can see wrestlers watching the pin. They should be able to know it. The, the ref's count should be consistent enough to where they can kick out based on sound. But considering some of the refing lately, it's hard to disagree with with some of the wrestlers wanting to watch that stuff because you might get counted out before before it's time. Yeah, I don't recall as many moments where you were like, wait, was this intentional? Was this a mistake on the referee's part? What happened? Then the last couple of weeks that we've been having, it kind of seems like now it's like we're seeing a little a little bit more. And I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I, I, I don't like it. Well, guys, keep sending in super chats. We are the most interactive post-show there is, by God. Let's go ahead and get into Raw. Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, Big Show, and Christian are in the ring. Why is Christian hanging out with Ric Flair? Ric Flair punched him in the nutsack a couple months ago. Oh, they're they're going to you know, bond? Forgive and forget. Yeah, I guess. Apparently. Well, they tell Drew that it was all Rick's idea if, if he's upset that, that they interfered in the match. Drew was breathing heavy. Homeboy got to get his nasal passages jackhammered open. He is... He's got a deviated septum for sure. I know, I've got one too. But Orton pops up and says, he's not done with Drew, because of course he's not done with Drew, Denise. Last night was just the perfect closing the book on the legends, on Orton and Drew, and then in a couple weeks they can pop back up and move him to SmackDown. But no, they're not done. What the I was completely wrong with my prediction because I saw it, yeah, as a you know bookend thing. I was like, all right, this is done with. When I even tweeted this, and I feel so dumb now that I tweeted this because I tweeted, we should not be seen ordered for a couple of months now. And boy, was I wrong because 24 hours later, bam, we're seeing Orton again. Because I really did think that, like you just mentioned right now, you know, the the legends they got their revenge and all of that, and I thought that that was it. And no, that's it's not it. I think yeah. we will see a Hell in a Cell. Evan Wright says Orton sold absolutely nothing from the match. That did bother me. He got super kicked and choke slammed through a table, and Christian laid down a beating on him. Uh, Claymored and punted, and it just wasn't there. But Randy Orton, uh, he quote unquote leaves, and you know when somebody leaves like that, like he had his bag and he rolled it out. Like you, you came for that, Randy. We know better than that. We know you didn't show up to just tell him you weren't done. You could have tweeted it. You could have tweeted it. And more people probably would have saw it, too. But Drew issued an open challenge. 
And we're just going to go right to after the match. By the way, Drew had a tough time judging how loud he should talk because I couldn't hear him over the piped-in audio a lot of it. But throughout the night, we see these legends playing cards backstage. Like, for three hours, they're going to hang out backstage during the COVID era and play Go Fish? You know what? People need to have fun, Sean, and Go Fish is a fun game. uh, Denise. What? You're telling me you never sit down and play Go Fish a couple of rounds? Last a few hours? (laughs) Yeah, last a few hours. The big show. (laughs) Uh, My favorite thing about the big show last night is how he attacked Randy Orton. And, like, Big Show's head is level with the top rope. And then he's like, ha-ha, it's me! As if it was going to be anybody else. No, Jeez. but for a second, though, it really did look like a former, or like somebody from Retribution. But once you actually saw his size and everything, uh, obviously, there there could be nobody else other than the Big Show. But for a split second, I was like, wait, is, is, is that Retribution? Like, what's happening here? Well, if people are having trouble seeing your size because you got a big nasty bush hooked to your nutsack, check out our friends at Manscaped. Clear out all that brush. It's time to get some yard work done on your balls because support for Fightful is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in below-the-waist grooming. <sighs> Let's be honest. Last night, people were going through through windows and ambulances and all that stuff. And you want to avoid the ambulance when it comes to trimming your pubes. You don't want to cut yourself open. You don't want your balls rolling around on the floor or anything like that. Fortunately, Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Denise is nodding along because she loves Manscaped. She well, loves. Well, actually, I can't say how I know this, but it works. Hey, but I cannot say how I know this. Hot that is dog. <laughs> her fellow's taking care of her. Third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic. John, I said I wasn't going to say how I knew this. <laughs> He's a good man. He's a good man. Anyway, there's cutting edge ceramic blade reduces grooming accidents. Thanks to advanced skin-safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. Technology developments are important when it comes to your balls and your wiener and everything around them. When you trim the bushes, the tree stands a little bit taller, if you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You got to do some some logging around that area, but you, you, you want to leave the red wood. You know what I mean? But you don't want your wood to be red. If that makes any sense. But this thing has an LED light hooked to it. And I know a lot of you think, ah, you know what? Why do I need an LED light? Even when it's bright out. Even when you got that light in in your bathroom. An LED light on the front of there, man, that helps. So does the 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. 7,000 RPMs, Denise? If... So, I don't encourage you to trim your pubes in public, but if you did, somebody'd pull up to you and say, that thing got a Hemi? And you'd say, no. It's the 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. And that that, that doesn't even include the charging stand. This This thing is wonderful. Show your mower off loud and proud. Just sit it there. Sit it in view. Maybe you got a date, you got a lady that comes over. Sit it in view. I'm not talking like as the centerpiece of your dinner table. But she's going to go use that bathroom, freshen up, and she's going to go, oh, well, he's already freshened up. Hot diggity dog. You can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL at Manscaped. You guys may think that I'm just saying this to say it, but I'm telling you guys, it works. It's great. I love Manscaped. I use it. It's wonderful. Your balls will thank you. They have a ton of other great products, too. From ball toner to ball deodorant, my friends. Manscaped.com. Use that code Fightful. And hit them up. Go tweet them right now and say, you know what? I I thought about bushes a lot, but I never will again because of Sean Ross Sapp and Fightful. Do that right now. Every single one of you. I want you to tag me. I want you to tag Manscaped. Tell them. 
Manscaped.com, code Fightful. It won't stay up, says, question is, does Sean use that weed whacker for his bush? My God, Alistair Black theme. Uh, yes, I do use Manscaped. It is wonderful. So, Denise, Monday Night <laughs> Raw did happen tonight. Uh, Randy Orton goes backstage. He could have used an LED light. See, if if Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Big Show, and Christian had the Lawnmower 3.0, they would have all had LED lights. Instead, Randy Orton looking like Brennan Huff and, and Dale Doback on Step Brothers with with the uh, the night vision goggles on his head like he kept the special edition of Call of Duty. Just pops in there and beats him up. I thought that looked super corny. I thought it was hilarious because he comes in, you know, he's wearing the little janitor suit. He's got his mask on and then he puts the go- the, the, the goggles on and I'm thinking, what is he going to do? Like, what's happening here? And for some reason, like, I didn't, it didn't register to me that he was going to turn down the lights and essentially use that as his, like, you know, strength to see through everything. So I, I thought, yeah, it's corny, but I thought it was funny. It felt like a little scene out of a movie. So I appreciated that. Ed Call says, Orton playing too much Among Us with that self-report. Yeah, that's the truth. Podcast Wiz 2010 says, how much longer is the deal with Amway? I think through the end of the month, and they have told people that they want to travel soon after that. Yeah, I just thought that was corny. It's like, eh, whatever. All right, then. <sighs> Sunny B from Low Key Famous says, any idea what the plan is for Survivor Series this year? Three-way between the current champs to be the greatest. Keep working, Fightful. I don't think they should be doing anything interbrand or brand warfare right after they do a draft. I think that's stupid. I have a feeling they are, though, because that just seems like what is what they're going to go with because it, it just seems like it. But, uh, yeah, I'm not necessarily crazy about it, especially because it hasn't really worked out well in the past, but I do think they will. Oh, man. The Nerd Guru says... Denise, congrats on all of your success and Monday night telenovela. You say it, Denise. I can't. Telenovela. There you go. It's something <laughs> else. I, I can't even. I, I got to put the right respect on that. I got to have Denise say it. You did good last time. I, I you did, did the smoky eyes. Come on. I did do the smoky eyes. I am pretty good at it. Evan Wright says, shave your George W. in time to vote, everyone. Yes, please. I beg of you guys. If you're watching this, register to vote. And vote. Please do that. Myron Kidd says, As a Braves fan, I'm hyped, but nervous for the playoffs as the Reds have scary starting pitchers. You darn tootin' the Reds have scary starting pitchers. Trevor Bauer about to win that Cy Young. Who boy. Well, we did actually have to go on to Raw, although if you uh, saw anything else over the past few weeks, you've probably seen this Raw. Zach Barber says, what was the point of Legends getting revenge last night if Orton was just going to attack them again? Stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah, I wasn't too keen on it. It did seem like it defeated the purpose. But that's WWE's booking. They go 50-50 on absolutely everything that they can. And, um, yeah, did that bother you at all that these Legends were just like, eh, here you go, now you're beat up again? Well, no. Well, once I realized that the feud was going to continue, then, yeah, I saw this coming but it does defeat the purpose of everything that happened the night before but again because this is continuing i'm not surprised whatsoever and because honestly i I thought after tonight's main event that that was it that that was going to be the closure of raw but then we go back to this backstage segment and i actually thought it was sort of a pleasant surprise because it's not something that we necessarily always see raw end in that way well, we saw Asuka defeat Zelina. They got into it backstage because last night Asuka beat Zelina clean as a sheet in seven minutes, and then it had to continue. Zelina now has more title shots in the last two and a half years than she does singles wins. And she made a short joke to Kayla Braxton, who was several inches taller than her. What? <laughs> I, I can't I can't even comment on that. I, I'm a short person, so short short jokes never never get over with me. How how tall are you? I'm five feet. Oh really? You are like short. exactly five feet. Like I, I when I met Zelina, I think we were exactly this this is the exact same height. And I know that Alexa Bliss and I are maybe she's a little bit taller than I am. So yeah. Man. Um Wow, for some reason I thought you were a little bit taller than that. But hey, whatever. 
Asuka beat Zelina again. Okay. And, and the thing that I don't like is they always got to make baby faces look stupid. Like, they get distracted and hit with a move. All right. Uh, she got the knees up on the moonsault, and Zelina tapped the Asuka lock. Ugh. Just, it didn't, this match didn't need to happen. No, and I think we already knew that it was going to happen since last night. I mean, after, like, the post-match stuff with her, you know, you thought you were going to get that sign of respect between Asuka and Zelina. And then when you did it, I mean, it was just everybody. It didn't really take a rocket scientist to figure out that we were going to be seeing this match again tonight. And unfortunately, yeah, the match was fine, but I don't think that because... Nobody ever saw it as believable going into the pay-per-view that Zelina was actually going to win. So sort of having to re-see it again really sort of takes away from that. Um, but you know what? Good for Zelina at the same time because she is getting this, you know, experience working with somebody like Asuka is only great for her. But yeah, this one, we just saw it. And I'm not a fan of always having to re-see everything. And if we do, give me a little bit break of a break in between. Yeah, I, I am in complete agreement. Andrade comes out and scolds Zelina after the match, says that she's nothing without him. Uh, him cutting a promo on his own, I'm, I'm happy to see it. Uh, he has worked on learning English. I posted a thing on Twitter that last year he wasn't even advertised for the, the SummerSlam junket, and he came and did like two or three dozen interviews in English, and he struggled at times, but he was working really hard. So I got a lot of respect for him there. But uh, this booking was not very respectful. <laughs> he got yeah, pretty no. quick. Honestly, but I do want to add to that because when I interviewed Andrade for the SmackDown carpet, people were upset that I didn't interview him in Spanish because we both speak Spanish. But I actually thought that interviewing him in English was more of a sign of, of respect where it was like, okay, you're coming out here and you're doing this interview in English. So that's why we did it that way. But honestly, like, yeah, I do respect the hell out of him because he, you know, he knows what he has to do and he's trying to get it done. And then he got beat by Keith Lee. This was a fine, short match. I was glad that, you know, I don't have a problem with this. Some matches can be shorter. It doesn't bode well for Andrade. But also, it wasn't a match that we've seen a hundred times. So, I was completely fine with this. Double knees. Uh, the spirit bomb. Uh, Keith Lee did do a leapfrog. And there's an interview that I remember with Kevin Nash. And I, he used to do a leapfrog on people. Kevin Nash is surprisingly athletic. He played college basketball. But he I think it was he said the Undertaker said, "Why did you do that?" And he's like, "Oh, I was just showing off how athletic I am." And he's like, "Well, that's dumb. Because you are 7 feet tall and 320 pounds. If you didn't do that, the guy would have bounced off of you." That's how I felt here. I'm not going to sit here and call Keith Lee dumb. I'm just going to sit here and say Andrade would have bounced off of him if he didn't do that leapfrog. And while I respect the athletic ability, I respect it making sense a little bit more. I think he could do something athletic, but not defeat the purpose. I loved this match. So I loved it because I loved the speed in which both Keith Lee and Andrade were working in this match. It was a fast match, but they also worked it really fast. And I thought that this was, uh, we don't always get to see this on Raw because we you know we tend to sort of see the same style. But I liked that we got to see a little bit of this tonight. And I, I, I would have loved had this match had this match gone an extra five minutes, but I get it. Obviously, you know, Keith Lee was, you know, supposed to be looking impressive, which he did. And I'm glad because he needs some solid wins that don't end in finishes. Because I do think that once, eventually, that Drew McIntyre is over and done with with this Randy Orton feud, that he should be moving on to Keith Lee. But in order for Keith Lee to look, you know, like a credible challenger, he does have to get some wins in. And the only way he's going to do so is getting some wins like the ones that he did today with Andrade but honestly I thought it was uh, aside from the main event I thought it was one of the best matches of the night even though it was a very very brief match yeah I'm in complete agreement I, I, it wasn't a match we've seen done to death and I'm, I'm happy with that we got some super chats reminder get him in we'll read your question or statement read on, on the air uh, Jimmy Aguilar says RIP Raw Underground uh, not, not so much there, there were reasons they didn't do it I've got more on it on FightfulSelect.com but it was a big risk so they weren't even going to bother tonight uh, Ron Patel says SRS what language did you learn in high school I actually didn't learn another language in high school because I was the last graduating class that wasn't required to do that I did try to learn Portuguese uh, I think it was like 8-9 years ago I didn't learn much of it but I wanted to I wanted to manage and train and interview MMA fighters. And 
back then, way more than now, there was a huge influx of Brazilian fighters, and I thought that, that would have been the, the right move to make. Nowadays, it's, it's not as, as vast. There's not as much of a Brazilian influence in MMA as previously, especially with, with COVID. But uh, if I had to learn one right now, I would probably try to learn Spanish or Japanese, although Spanish would be much easier because you don't have to learn like new letters and everything. Um, but I, w- I would like to learn Japanese because of the, the giant Japanese influence in wrestling. Jason Check says, Keep up the good work, SRS. And Denise, I can't wait for you to lay the verbal smackdown on Alvarez sometime. Love those guys. You're going to fit right in. Congrats. Denise Thank will fit you. in anywhere. Thank you. I try. I'm a mirror ball. A, a wall? I'm a mirror ball. What is that? Jeremy Lambert will get it. A wall? It's a thing. A mirror ball. A mirror ball. I thought you said a Mirabelle, like the, the suburb no, next to No, a mirror ball. I was going to say, that's a suburb you next to You can stream Montreal. mirror ball on, spot, on Spotify. Oh, quit plugging You'll Taylor know. Swift. Like, she needs hey, I'm it. I'm sorry. I saw an opening. All right? I saw an opening mm. there. I took it. Pacer Dawn says, I was in the Thunderdome again and finally on camera, not for long as they replaced me for some reason with that guy with the AEW sign. Nice WWE FTF. Yeah, guys, hey, make sure you go tweet Ole Davis uh, uh, on Twitter and just say FTF. That's all. Just say that. <laughs> Robertson Family TV says, I bought tickets to SmackDown Live in March, and it was rescheduled due to COVID to be held in November here in New Orleans. Do you think WWE will show? If you mean like this November, no. I don't think that shows will be constructed as they were. I think they'll try to go live and, and in front of audiences soon. But... um yeah, I don't think that we're going to see them hitting up crowds anytime soon. Or any any major crowds. Eloquent says, why didn't Retribution show up last night? They are all sidelined right now. They have been expo- or, uh, listed as possible exposures. So they were not on the show. Nerd Guru said, did you guys not like the NXT invasion? I thought that was money. For ratings on NXT, why would you not? No, I like that, but that was not the plan. They, they accidentally happened into that, as they do with a lot of storylines. I just don't see the point in them pretending like, oh, let's go put on our red and blue shirts for this brand that I got drafted to two weeks ago. That doesn't make sense to me, Denise. Yeah, I get what you mean. I, d- I did love the NXT Invasion, though. That was awesome. But I think it ha- something like that, when you do it, it has to be done right in order for it to work. And that's why maybe you're not as crazy about it, because it isn't always done right. Yeah. And it won't stay up, says off topic, but your Reds made the playoffs. I am so excited. Of course, Wednesday, I got to do listing your boy and a Triple H call. Hot dog. <laughs> WWE 24-7 championship stuff. R-Truth is backstage playing chess, and he gets a letter from Tazawa. Says that Kung Funaki was his sensei. I didn't like the backstage stuff. Um, Gulak pins Tazawa for the title after Tazawa pinned him. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. One, why is Gulak on this show? He's a SmackDown wrestler. If he was the 24-7 champion, I'd get it. So all you got to do is have him be the champion coming into this show, and it would make sense. But he's not. Maybe they were just trying to see it as a way for revenge for Clash of Champions. Oh, I don't care. I don't it doesn't know. make sense. I mean, I honestly just see this as a filler, to be I honest. Know. The 24-7 stuff, it's just a filler. I take what I can get. If I can get a couple of laps out of it, I'll take it. I just think that even the filler should at least make sense. At the very oh, least, yeah. make sense. Yeah. 
but this this match I thought was fine. I liked the match just fine. Like the the gulak where Tazawa hit the Senton bomb that ruled, and our truth winning with an attitude adjustment. I loved it. I thought that was really fun stuff. And all things considered, this time I thought twenty four seven took up too much time, but I, I like it just fine. Yeah, the match was fine. Evan Wright says, can't wait for the fiend in his bright red or bright blue shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and Abhinav Tiramala says, what are your thoughts on Switchblade Jay White? How about him in AEW? I think he's going to stick around in New Japan for quite a while. I think uh, I think he's got it made there for quite a while. And geographically, it's probably a little bit easier for him than, than AEW. But your thoughts on Jay White? I, I know you were watching the G1. I love JY. I've been such a fan, and I know that he all, he hasn't always been loved by the fans, which drives me nuts, by the way. But I think that JY is one of the few guys in wrestling that has really and truly reinvented himself to look like a legit badass. I mean, the look, the you know, the Switchblade character, everything that he has done, and I would not want to see him go to AEW because I don't think that uh, I don't think that they would do him justice just yet. I think he's doing all that he I think he's doing his best work right now in New Japan so I definitely would have him stay there for sure but man I love Jay White I can't stop I will never stop putting him over I like uh I like AEW's roster where it is right now on the men's side they could make some a couple additions but I I think they've got enough to work with right now oh King's Court Seth Rollins uh, is playing buddy to old Murphy, but then steals his phone backstage. That'll pay off later on. Do you think that that was actually Jerry Lawler's couch? Cause it looks like somebody's grandma's couch. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just guessing it was just a random couch. Oh, it looks like somebody's grandma's couch for sure. So Ray Mysterio says that Dominic and Aaliyah are his kids. I did a full article about this, Denise. I know that you read it. I clicked on it. <laughs> It worked, right? <laughs> it really did. I was like, yeah, it's his best work. Let me find out. I bet you. I was surprised. So we capitalize on something called search engine optimization. It's called SEO. And it's like, oh, what will come up when people Google things? Well, now when you Google that question, that article will come up and a lot of people will <laughs> go to it. So you were always looking for stuff like that. Like, yes, then, I agree. That's why we do like the injury reports and the contract updates and all that stuff that Fightful is so good at. And all these other websites have stolen. <laughs> They've stolen it. We do all that stuff because it's it'll last forever. You'll have people 10 years from now Googling, who's Dominic Mysterio's real father? That article's going to come up. And it'll have all the important information in these. You know what? It's a great resource. You're doing it for the people, Sean. I, I am. I am a man of the people. So Dominic says this is going to be over the next time he he gets the opportunity, yada, yada. But Aaliyah says she doesn't know much about Murphy, but Rollins is a fraud. Rollins shows up on the screen and shows DMs. Aaliyah and Murphy were sliding into each other's DMs there. And they were about to talk about it. It was nothing bad. Can a girl send a dang DM without yeah. everyone making it into a big deal? I mean, come on. That was such an innocent exchange of direct messages. It was really no big deal. Well, Ray gets mad. Aaliyah walks off. Murphy's upset at Rollins backstage. And then when he's in Rollins' face, Dominic attacks Murphy. And Evan Wright says, Ray was super brave to bring his 19-year-old daughter for a sit-down with Jerry Lawler. This feud sucks. Storyline sucks. End it, please. <laughs> uh, she, she's a little old for him. Uh, speaking oh, of, Jamie Aguilar says, Alexa Bliss caught flack tonight for defending the 19-32 to 32 age gap romance between Aaliyah and Buddy Murphy. Kayfabe or not, thoughts? My thoughts are that these are not real. They are make-believe characters on your TV, and they're adults. I don't care. I don't care. Denise, what do you think? I have a lot of thoughts, but I'm just going to streamline them really quickly. First of all, Alexa Bliss is allowed to have her own dang opinion, all right? 
So if she wants to, you know, definitely say whatever she wants to say, that's her opinion. Secondly, I do agree with you. It's fictional. So we shouldn't necessarily be making this big deal out of it. Uh, thirdly, I do think that um, I just think people are blowing it out of proportion. She's still of she's of age. All right. She's yeah, she's 19. And what's what's his what's Murphy's age? 30 something. 32. 32. Okay, but she's not under 18. All right. And it's a it's a fictional show. So I do think people are making such a big deal out of it. And I think people are trying to find reasons to attack the product or attack yes. the storyline. You can say the storyline sucks, just take it, whatever. But also, oh, yeah, the other thing I wanted to add is, have you not been watching movies like so many of your top rom coms, like the lead actress is literally in her early 20s. And then the guys in like his 40s, 50s. I mean, there was literally an article about this that I just read like two weeks ago on BuzzFeed so I feel that the fact that people are nitpicking and just like relying on this so heavily is a little bit too much for me like now if it was like oh I don't know like a 12 year old and a 20 something year old yes. okay that's disgusting okay that's I don't care if it's fictional if, I'm if out on were, that one if it were a 17 year old in anything like if it were anything but an adult then I'm sure Drake Wirtz would have been all over it Based on his Twitter, he would have been all oh, over man. it saving those kids. That's all he does. More on that later. iChurch Pastor Blaster says, dropping by to support SRS and the Oprah of Wrestling Podcasting. That is true. She is the Oprah of Wrestling Podcasting. She's going to give me a car later. Uh, you had your Jeep towed to my house, right? You're giving it to me. Oh, man, poor Stevie the Jeepy, man. He he exploded. Well, he didn't explode, but something's wrong with his engine. Oh, oh, you just reminded me of something. Oh, dang. I forgot to turn on the car today. That was my one job of the day, and oh. I didn't do it. So I'm going to do it later after the stream. I want a Jeep. I want your Jeep. Just give it to me. Well, you can buy it and fix the engine. Okay, fair. Uh, just okay, kidding. I, I no, I love the car. I won't give it up. Anakin JMT says, do you still think it was stupid to have Lawler there in person when he just had a party Saturday night? Yeah, I think it was really stupid. Did he really have a party? Yeah, it was like I his, didn't see that. It was like his 50th wrestling anniversary party. It was so stupid. But like a bunch of people without masks? I, I don't know. I mean, it was a wrestling event, so yeah, a lot of people without masks. Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh, All yeah, right. big, well, like a big signing or something like that. I don't know what it was. Somebody tried to get me to come down for it, and I was like, I hope you know that Memphis, like, it's not near me. It's very far away. But we did get Dominic versus Buddy, uh, fifth time they've wrestled since August 28th. They hit each other hard, and this is fine, but Buddy Murphy gets the win, and the ref was so loud hitting the mat to go into the count that Buddy Murphy thought that it was a three count and started to let Dom up. So another miscommunication. That one's on Buddy Murphy, though. I think he's, he's one of my favorite workers in WWE, but I could see immediately what happened. Like, because I thought that was a three count, too. If I were in there, I would have made the same exact mistake because when the ref landed on the mat, it sounded like a one count. So by the time the three came, Buddy was ready to let go. Um, Aaliyah caused this loss for Dominic to happen. She distracted him unintentionally. What do you think of the match and them wrestling again? All right, so I didn't mind seeing them wrestle again just because it sort of coincides with everything that's been going on, and it looks like they're moving forward with this, you know, Aaliyah Murphy angle, and they had the whole Dom is essentially, I guess, fighting in her honor or whatever, which I hate, by the way, because I don't like the whole idea of having to have your brother or someone older than you try to fight for your honor. So I'm on Team Aaliyah on this one, okay? Um, but honestly, the match, though, was, I thought the match was fine. I thought we're seeing a lot of great intensity from Dom. Uh, so that's been great. And the match itself was fine. I mean, it wasn't anything supremely different from what we've seen already. So, I mean, this was all really just story. Uh, and I did like everything that sort of went down with Aaliyah. I mean, if they're going to do this angle i guess the way they did it was fine yeah afterwards dominic hits murphy with a cane and Aaliyah gets in his face dominic wants to be the tribal chief but Aaliyah's the tribal chief denise 
Oh yeah, that's that's what the, I think that's what I like about this angle because I'm seeing a lot of like feminism come into play and I'm completely for it because Aaliyah, you know, she's been getting little ladied around in her family where her, you know, her dad is saying her her dad and her brother are saying that she's naive and she's like, no, like this is what I believe in. And come on, that's like every brother, sister, mom and dad relationship out there. You know, teenage girl, it's like, no, I, I like I'm gonna, you know, we're very teenage girls tend to be very opinionated. I was once, you know, a younger gal sure. and I was very opinionated so I feel that that really falls in line with how a lot of females tend to you know be we have a couple more super chats Donnie K says SRS I just realized Retribution determined to destroy WWE are going to get selected in the draft how's that gonna make you feel um, I would like it if they said they are exempt from the draft they have signed raw exclusive contracts make, make it make sense Make it make sense. Give me a reason. Give me a reason. Or, I don't know, just, just do something creative. Oh. Terry Allen yeah. Jr. says, Denise, what are your hobbies? Nature is sweet. Denise stands around drinking Doritos all day. What? Not, Not working. Even. What? What? I, liter- I literally spend all my day, like, listening to music and working, which is kind of sad. And then I end the night with, like, whatever random show is on TV. That's that, literally my life. It's pretty that's sad, not actually. That's true. Because everybody knows that any female born after 1993 can't cook. All they know is McDonald's. I was born in 92! All they know is McDonald's, charge they phone, twerk, be bisexual, eat hot chip and Doritos, and lie. All right. Secondly, yes, you're right. I do love McDonald's. All right. And I do love fast food. And I'm always ordering, you know, takeout for for it to come to me because I can't cook a lick. All right. I can make one sandwich and that's about it. All right, Sean. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. There is nothing wrong with that. Well, I got another rant to get into. Natalia and Lana want the tag titles because they're celebrities. Instead, Adam Pierce brings out Mandy Rose, finally making her Raw debut, and Dana Brooke. Let me tell you, the last thing that SmackDown needs is less women on their show. They have nothing right now with the people that are sidelined and out and not on the show. Um, Dana Brooke looks great in this match. I hope she gets more of a shot. If her and Mandy are a team, I'm all for it. I like Dana Brooke a lot. Go check out the interview I did with her earlier this year, please. Uh, go check out the interview I did with Mandy last year, please. Um, there was a horrifying spot, like this suplex that Mandy tried to do on Lana. Lana was very lucky to not get her neck broken there. I don't ever need to see that move again. Mandy wins with a pump kick. The match, whatever. The brand split. Two weeks before the draft, Denise. They couldn't wait two weeks maybe it was just like a sneak preview of what you would get in the draft no Denise. they would hey, have said I'm looking that at the half the glass half full okay but they didn't say that Denise. they would just say it and that's what it was <laughs> you know what i'll edit you a i'll edit you that version of that segment <sighs> and i'll throw in there it's a sneak preview ladies and gentlemen just for you sean but they're promoting a draft for next week Next Friday, and then they're undermining it. They're sitting here telling us right now, the draft picks that you're about to see don't really matter. And how do we know that? Because immediately last year, you had SmackDown people popping up on Raw. You had the the superstar shakeup, then you had the wild card. You did the draft, and then the brand-to-brand extension. Just make it make sense. That way, when something like this happens, it will matter. Well, maybe they were also doing it because this was what they wanted to do with Mandy. And if she was, if you know, they made this big, you know, hoorah about her going to Raw. And then they didn't have her, you know, really doing anything until, you know, the draft actually happened where they could introduce this tag team. So that's how I'm seeing it in terms of I think that was more of the reasoning behind this. But I don't necessarily think it completely undermines the draft. I do. Anakin JMT says, love the optimism, Denise, but this glass is 100% empty. Here's my problem, Denise. They shouldn't rely on good-intending people like you to explain the stupid holes that they have in their show. They should just say one line. 
one line. Hey, this was a part of that deal for Apollo Crews earlier this year. Or, this was a part of the deal that brought AJ over, or it sent this person over there. Oh, SmackDown was able to sign this person because they sent this person over there. Like, anything. Just give me any crappy explanation. Evan Wright says, Dana Brooke has been drafted to SmackDown. I bet you it happens. I bet you she gets drafted to SmackDown. Oh, God. Well, I mean, honestly, though, I do like the idea of them being a team because I do think yeah. that they both have improved, but they've improved in different ways to where they sort both of them have certain strengths that maybe the other one doesn't have. So I do think that maybe they can sort of, you know, hide whatever, you know, whatever things they lack and maybe the other one could sort of, you know, chime in there. So I do think that they're going to be a good team. And it's not like they were necessarily in the women's title picture. So it gives them something to, you know, go forward with and getting the tag team bouts. And also, you know, breaking news, we need more tag teams. So there's that too. The Nerd Guru says we should be scared for Adam Cole and Undisputed Era on the main roster, shouldn't we? The inevitable music change and awful presentation. I think they're sticking around on NXT. I don't think they'll go up to the main roster. Uh, anytime soon. George Yamin says, do you think they should end the brand split? No, because the very things that I complain about on Monday Night Raw every week, I'd be complaining about on SmackDown. I covered SmackDown for years before the brand split, and nothing on the show ever mattered, especially when it was a Friday night show. It really didn't matter. You did the same Dean Ambrose versus Sheamus match that you saw on Monday and it would, it would just not be good. So, no, I like the brand split. They have enough talent. Our, Colt Badeau says, R-Truth just called Dana and Mandy two Carmellas. <laughs> wow. That's kind of mean. But well, it's, his, it's a part of it. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, thinks that she yeah. is. And Carlos <laughs> Easy says, Fiend won the Universal title from Seth last year after being drafted to SmackDown. Yep, and Evan Wright says, This new Aleister Black music is something else. Boy, did this bum me out. His old theme was a banger. It was. I don't think he was one of the people that I would expect to have changed their song. But then this new song, I went back and heard it twice just to make sure I had an okay opinion about it. And obviously, this is not really my style of music, but I liked it. It wasn't bad. I'm not going to say I hated it. I didn't hate it at all. I mean, I'll have to go back and listen to it. It was just jarring to see the difference. And he's got new gear. I'm all for that. He's mad. It was, like, very heavy on the vocals. Like, very heavy. Like, I I don't even know what the exact lyrics or words they were saying in the song. But it's very heavy on the vocals. As Joel Pearl said, it's very guttural. So, I mean, I'm going to go back and listen to it again. It was just jarring to see it. Uh, He was upset that Owens didn't help him this summer. So... They have a match. It's their third match, including Raw Underground, this month. And it's a good one. They're good. But then there's incidental contact, and Alistair gets DQ'd um, by Drake, who, you know, Drake hates anybody black. That's just that's just his thing. But uh, he DQ's Alistair Black, and I'm just like, what a weird finish. Yeah, it, it, it was. But I did think the match was perfectly fine but it's kind of I don't know I feel like this feud is a little weird like it's it's a feud but then it's not I don't know if that makes any sense at all but that's kind of how I feel with this one it's like one second it's like it is and then one second it's not I don't know if that makes any sense at all but Marcus Ryan says Bianca Belair's video packages remind me of Mr. Perfect's vignettes I didn't really like this one but you know what? She's great at running hurdles. She's amazing at running hurdles. Jesus. I liked it. I watched it like three times. <laughs> I, really? You liked it? Yeah. I don't know what it was. I think it was her facial expression when the two people start off running first and she's just like, you know, in her pose and she just makes this like face like, haha, like you guys really think this is happening. And then she just out. And I thought I, I liked seeing her run. So I think that's part of the reason why I went back and just replayed it. <laughs> We got a super chat from Cactus J twenty two. He says, "Who cares if Orton beats up some legends? Does Drew care? Does Denise? Does SRS? I don't see or buy that as motivation for Drew to go after Randy. Yeah, I don't see why Randy should care that much. I mean, I care a little bit, but I don't see why Drew should. You've ruined their game of go fish. How rude! Oh my god! Yeah. Well, we got Apollo Cruz in his fourteenth straight match against members of the Hurt Business." July, August, September, that's the only person he's wrestled. But at least Ali gets the win. 
Uh, I, I'm all for that. I just hope that they do something with Ali now. They teased Retribution being there with the lights going out. I like to think it was the SmackDown hacker, Denise. You think? I, I no. think I've pretty much given up on that. Yeah, they, they have too. But I, I, I like this because Ali got the win, but God, I don't need to see he Apollo just- face him anymore. Ali deserves better than this. I mean, he should be doing something else. He deserves way better than this. I like Ali. I like Ricochet. I like Apollo. I want to see Apollo and Ricochet as a team, but Ali's got to do something. He's too good to sit on the sidelines. He's too good to sit on main event. He's too good for all that. Um, Just move on from this feud. Move on from this feud. We saw the Hurt Business bullying people backstage, too. Cool, man. Oh, you liked the catering. I saw your tweet because I, I liked the catering, too. It did look really good, didn't it? It got me really excited for Thanksgiving. Oh, man. It looked really great. Uh, so, Anakin JMT says, Denise, they ruined a game of Go Fish. Go Fish ain't Uno. Oh, you know what? I've never played Uno. I don't even know how it works. I played Uno when I was younger. I don't play it anymore, though. Uh, Rob Wilkins says Pineapple Pete was in the Bianca Belair promo. I need to reach out to him for an interview. He's been a little bit everywhere lately. Oh, Suge D. Good to see him pop up. But uh, reminder, guys, get your super chats in. You still got a little bit of time, but leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap that bell for notifications. Most importantly, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Oh, gosh, I had a hiccup there. I had a hiccup in the middle of my read. Oh, no. This is the end, Sean. Step aside. I'm going to get the <laughs> hiccups. The end. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. you, should do, you should do my myth, by the way. Whenever I get hiccups, I put two toothpicks, like, on top of my ears, and your hiccups will go away. Oh, people are mad that you have never played <laughs> Oh, too bad we can't read why people are mad at me. People are mad that you haven't played Uno. But, hey, guys, subscribe <laughs> to FightfulSelect.com. we got six shows there every week. I'm breaking news every day. I got some big news there this week. Subscribe. At the end of the month, your, con- or your, your deals lapse. you got to renew. That's just the way it is for a lot of people. Were you trying to do all that without trying to get a hiccup in? Yeah, and I did it. I stopped it. Hold on. <clears throat> if you can cough and you don't have it abruptly stopped, then you're all right. So I'm good now. The rise but, and fall of Sean Ross Sapp. Yes. Uh, <laughs> get your super chats in, guys. Dolph Ziggler's backstage. He tells Adam Pierce they need to talk. It's Bobby Roode answering the open challenge. I thought this was a good way to bring Robert Roode back, and it was a good match, Denise. Honestly, it was. I think what I liked about this was really the storytelling of it all because, you know, uh, Rude's coming off. He's fresh. You know, he he's fresh. He's coming back. And Drew McIntyre just had this gruesome ambulance match, so he isn't 100% top-notch. And I thought this was a great match. I liked it. It was perfect for a raw main event, great opponent for Drew McIntyre, for him to get a clean uh, a clean win. So I thought this was great. Um, as for Robert Roode, what's going to happen with him down the line? I don't know. Maybe he's going to go back to teaming up with Dolph. Who knows? But I thought this was great. I really liked Rude working the leg of Drew and then applying the figure four because Ric Flair was back there watching. And this isn't what I'd call a sirloin beef sons of bucks match, but it's a good like ground chuck sons of bucks match. Like they're doing the Glasgow kiss and the spine buster, the Bama slammer. They're doing belly to belly suplex, a lot of power moves. And I really enjoyed this match. This is the kind of match that I think that, that Robert Rude needed to have. Uh, I mentioned something about his pace, and his pace is more of one that you would see in the mid to late 2000s as opposed to 2020. This pace was very 2020, and he's 43 years old, and he can still go. I think he's one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time, but he showed what he can do here, in case you forgot. Uh, There was a Future Shock DDT, or a Future Shock DDT, a Glorious DDT, I don't know if I would have had Drew kick out of his finish the first night back, but if you're not going to go with Bobby Roode as a main eventer, whatever. And the the Claymore got the win. I liked it, and I like that we've seen Drew defend this title like three times on Raw since he's won it. It makes it it makes that feel kind of special. And I think that's what they should be doing because there's no excuse why not everyone on that roster should be vying to try and get that try and get that title obviously so i do like it i love it we have some super chats evan wright says 
Does Drew get squashed by Brock now? Ran the Ziggler, Randy, Randy, Gauntlet like Kofi. Inevitable change incoming. Brock is not signed to WWE right now. So, no. He's not He's not in their plans as of right now. Last I heard. Anakin JMT says, Denise, I'm texting Jeremy to have a word with you about Uno. Oh, yeah. People are mad about the Uno thing. Oh, man. This wasn't done purposely. I just don't have anyone to play with or anybody that ever brought the game to play. But everybody brings so GoFish. So I know. My life is sad, Sean. Your grandma. What are you talking about? I bet she would love to play Uno. She doesn't want to play with me. Why? She's got other things to do. She My sounds kind of rude. Woman. She sounds kind of rude. Your grandma <laughs> sounds rude. <laughs> no, my grandma's great, but yeah, she likes to watch TV and relax. What does she watch? What does your grandma watch? She watches novellas. She likes to watch like gossip, uh, like gossip shows. She likes to watch Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio no, storylines. But you know what? Though today it was very awesome. Today she asked me. She was like, "Hey, Denise, like, how can I watch your your shows that you do?" And I told her, "You don't want to watch those. They're all in English and they're all wrestling. You're not even gonna know what's going on." She's like, "Yeah, I know, but I still want to see how how you talk." And I was like, "Well, can't you hear me on the outside?" And she's like, "Yeah, I could, but I want to actually see you on the show." So my grandma wants to actually cut like watch me because she's never actually seen me so yeah colin bartell says if not rude who do you think the mystery nxt person is i can't even remember what what the mystery thing was at this point i can't even remember somebody refresh my memory and i'll get back to it on the super chat it's been a busy weekend but roxas Vanitas says do you think otis will lose the money in the bank i cannot see them making him champion i do think he'll lose money in the bank what do you think denise yeah, I mean, I just didn't. It, it's unfortunate, but I didn't take Otis winning the Money in the Bank that seriously. So you knew that something like this had to happen. So either he's going to lose it, or in what way I don't know. But I don't think it's going to be your traditional cash in that we're used, we're used to seeing. Anakin says, Denise, get a switch and play with Jeremy, Hannah, and I. We need a fourth. Thanks for the invite, Anakin. I have a switch. I don't have any games. I'm sorry. But I would love to play just because I'm happy that I was chosen and not you, Sean. <laughs> Man, the FTF revolution just keeps getting skipped over, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Cyclops is better than Wolverine says, never playing Uno is worse than hating boxes. Wow. I didn't realize people loved Uno so much. Wow. Man. I'm shocked. Oh, okay. Jamie Aguilar says that weird GoPro thing where they take the NXT or they take they break the case open and take an old NXT title. Maybe Ember Moon. I think yeah. Yeah. That's what it was. I remember that that segment. It's just God, man. There's been so much that's happened since then. We've had SmackDown, UFC, uh Clash of Champions and Raw since then. Uh, yeah. I I think that could be uh, Ember Moon. I hope it's Ember Moon. Uh but Honestly, SmackDown needs Ember Moon a lot more than NXT does right now. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. Everywhere. Oh, man. Just honestly go on my Twitter and my Instagram because that's where I'm promoting everything. So at underscore Denise Salcedo. And I'm like a 1,200 and something followers away from hitting 10K on Twitter. So oh, wow. I'm trailing you, Sean. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trailing just behind you. Just a little bit be- you've, far you've behind. you jumped up quite a bit. And let me tell you, once you hit the 10K... It'll, like, just accelerate from there. I was coming home from vacation. I remember it was it was NBA free agency day, so it would have been July 1st, 2018. And I remember looking at my phone and going, oh, I hit 10K. And that was, like, just barely two years, three months ago. And I'm sitting at 56,000. Oh, it's about to be 57,000. It's about to be 57,000 very soon. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. Hold on, I have a question. So since everybody was giving me crap for not playing Uno, who here has played Loteria? What is that? Sean, have you played Loteria? What is Loteria? Yeah, what is that? Okay, do we have a second? Hold, can, I got, I'm yeah, going to take a second. Take, all the time in the, the world. Denise Salcedo leaving me with dead air here. Yeah, this is the woman who's on four different channels. All right, here we go. Oh, what is this? This right, looks sorry, like a devil game. All right, Loteria. All right, this is the game to play. It's like the top Mexican game. And basically like, sorry, this is backwards. You get cards, you get beans, and... 
they get you a card and they pull up the card. So it's like bingo, but it's Mexican bingo. And you have like El Soldado, La Estrella. And like whatever okay. you get, you get, you know, you got to fill up your card or however. Oh. And then at the end, you yell, Loteria. I know some of those words. I know Loteria is lottery. I know yes. Soldado is soldier. Well, There's the little picture here. The I, picture will help you. Okay, yeah, but I know what Soldado is. It's a soldier. Yeah, this game is pretty controversial, though. I'll leave it at that. Okay, well, it's probably because it's, it's a devil game. Looks like one of your <laughs> devil games. They do have do? El Diablo on there, so uh, yeah. See? And La Muerte. And that means the devil, right? And death okay. and all that. I've they have a few things. Well, yeah. And you got yours laminated. Look at that. $5. I think I paid $5 like at the dollar store. My God. Well, guys, make sure you support Denise and what she's doing. We couldn't be happier for her. She has earned it. She has worked very hard. Go follow her on Twitter. But you know what, guys? We're back here all week. Last week, Jeremy Lambert interviewed NBA champion Michael Thompson. I interviewed a bunch of people. Jeremy and I both did gameplays. I played WrestleFest this past weekend. Jeremy played Battlegrounds and some N64 games with Joel Pearl. We've got the distraction reviews tomorrow. They review Ready to Rumble. They've got a Thursday show. Uh, we, we're get to listen to your boy Wednesday, and we're streaming that Triple H media call. Queen Hannah says that she's played Loteria. Thank you, Hannah. Well, well that makes you. sense because she is a white devil. Until next time, guys, <laughs> we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.